What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, Tuesday, June 14th. Today on the show, we're looking across the NFL to find players that we would lift off other rosters and bring them onto the 2022 Miami Dolphins, if we could. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. Today is Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. I'm Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, director of scouting at the draftnetwork.com, your host here on the show. And today, we're going to be looking across the NFL landscape. We're going to see how time treats us. It's uh, a time cap's always a, an enemy of the pod here, but uh, we're going to see if we get through the AFC or if we get through the whole league. Uh, looking at other rosters, with the objective specifically being, if you could lift one non-quarterback off of the other rosters across the NFL to be a member of the Dolphins this year in the here and now, who would it be? It's a good chance for us to explore how the Dolphins roster stacks versus other teams in other position groups across the entire league. Fun exercise, might be the AFC, might be the NFL. We'll find out. I better shut up and we better get after it. Here's what I can tell you. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. With that in mind, we are going to start in the AFC East and we're going to address uh, the division rivals first and foremost. Here are the rules. You can take any position other than a quarterback, because that opens up a whole lame can of worms, which some people get mad at me if I don't pick enough quarterbacks to replace Tua, and other fans get mad at me if I replace Tua in the first place. We're not doing it. We're looking at the rest of the roster. We know this is an X-factor season for Tua Tungvaloa. We know this is a big season for his future as a member of the Dolphins organization. We all know that. Go out and play. Take care of business. So I'm not going to open up the can of worms. So that's the only rule. No quarterbacks. So let's let's start with the Buffalo Bills. And as I look at this roster, there's a couple players that do pop to me as potential add-ons that would make some sense. Uh, Roger Saffold at left guard is one that would really move the needle uh, for the Dolphins as far as a, the quality of the player that he is. But here's the challenge. Roger Saffold wasn't let go by the Tennessee Titans because um, he was too expensive. And, and maybe that was part of it. But Roger Saffold uh, is a player who's getting a little bit older. So that does make this a challenge for me uh, because if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. And this would be like, this is the whole point of this is who's somebody that would upgrade you. And if he's hurt, he's not going to upgrade your roster. Dawson Knox, the tight end, as a tight end to play the inline role. Obviously, we are projecting Hunter Long to take a bit of a leap. You're obviously paying Durham Smythe significant money, so you're expecting those two guys to have a hand in that kind of role. And obviously, the Dolphins, it's been reported, have shown Mike Gusecki uh, some George Kittle growth and development reps. Maybe there's something there. Dawson Knox. If I look on the defensive side of the ball, I certainly th think you can make a case for uh, Jordan Poyer, uh, the safety. Obviously, he I think he's what Brandon Jones 
should study film of in hopes of being someday is a Jordan Poyer type player. Jordan Poyer is better in coverage than what Brandon Jones is uh, to this point in his career. And obviously that should be expected. Poyer has been a well-seasoned vet, whereas Brandon Jones is entering into his third year. He's still getting his feet wet and being a starter uh, for the Dolphins defense. So, so Jordan Poyer is a needle mover. Von Miller, obviously kind of same conflict that is present with Roger Saffold. I don't think the tight end versus the other guys that you have to contend for that spot is going to move the roster or move the needle for me enough. I think I would take my chances with Roger Saffold though, uh, because he, he is a zone system tailored fit. And um, if he can stay healthy, he would give you an absolutely dynamite left tackle through right guard. Assuming Connor Williams is going to be playing the center position for the Dolphins. So Roger Saffle, Buffalo Bills, I'm going to peg him to be the guy I would lift as a non-quarterback to come play on the Dolphins this year. The New England Patriots. Can I say a running back? Is that is that lame? Uh, I look at the defensive side of the ball. Maybe... Maybe Matthew Judon is a rush linebacker. I think he's a part of the rotation. Maybe Trent Brown at right tackle. I don't love that fit these days. Maybe he could take Devontae Parker. I honestly don't. Damian Harrison, Ramondre Stevenson is a one-two punch that... Um, Man, I really like Ramondre Stevenson coming out of, of Oklahoma, and I don't think there's any doubt Damian Harris is uh, – he took the job from Sony Michelle in New England in the first place. So if you want to have that kind of player on the roster, give me Damian Harris would be my pick as the in-between-the-tackles, inside-zone runner uh, to upgrade the Sony Michelle spot. But I would challenge you. To look at Joe Cardona, the long snapper. Look at the roster. Go look at the roster. That's my challenge to you. Go look at the roster and tell me a player that you would pick and lift to upgrade the Dolphins roster from who we have at each position right now. The New York Jets. And it's very clearly becoming apparent to me this is going to be the AFC version of the show. We will do the NFC show on Wednesday. So plan accordingly. This is going to be a two-part series, uh, which will be great. Looking forward to it very much. Uh, perhaps you have something you're looking forward to. You want to celebrate with a significant other in your life. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that help you choose the diamond shape, size, clarity, as well as the setting style that you Need, make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. Locked on Dolphins listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings, engagement jewelry. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your ever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. The J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. This should be fun. 
looking for a player to upgrade the Dolphins roster. You know what? I, I found a couple. I can, I can find a couple. Uh, I do think Elijah Moore in the slot. I'm excited for Cedric Wilson, uh, but I do think Elijah Moore in the slot, uh, he's got a football player. And obviously Byron Jones found that out the hard way when we played the Jets last season. So Elijah Moore is a name that I would shout out. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson was attached to Miami before this offseason began. Uh, he plays left guard. You put him in that spot. And um, again, you, you got that real solid, just like Roger Saffold in the Bills, left tackle to right guard is really, really firm. I look at the rest of the group. I would take a player of Quinn Williams' caliber any day of the week. Any day of the week. Uh, because he is a penetration type player that I don't think the Dolphins have. Adam Butler's like your best pure penetration type. Sealer and Wilkins are better players, and Raekwon Davis is better nose tackle. But as far as guys who can play a penetration role and shoot gaps and, and sack the quarterback, uh, I do think there's value for him there as well. But I, I think I'd pick Elijah Moore, and, and that is a bit of a projection based off he was a rookie last season. Uh, but that would be the guy I would pick, and that would give you an absolute nightmare of rack guys. Uh, you think about Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Elijah Moore potentially. You could do some damage. So that's that's kind of a nice snapshot of the AFC East. And ironically enough, the team I had the hardest one, hardest time finding someone uh, to fill a spot as an upgrade, the New England Patriots. Let's go to the AFC North. And we're going to start with the Baltimore Ravens. Remember, we are picking non-quarterbacks and looking for an upgrade versus the Dolphins' current roster. This gets fun, and it, fun. it also gets easy uh, in that you are searching for clear upgrades, and some of these teams are going to have elite football players that you could just say, I'm going to take the elite player. And that's the case with Baltimore, with Mark Andrews, the tight end. Uh, we got done talking about when looking at Buffalo Bills and Dawson Knox. Uh, now you get the kind of inline role that you're talking about with Dawson Knox, but now you're getting uber production in the passing game as well. Mark Andrews is a no-brainer. Uh, that, that is an easy addition for me, as far as I'm concerned, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, to make Miami better in a spot that we're expecting to be an X-factor spot and role for the Dolphins this season and under this, this offensive regime. Looking at uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, I could say Jamar Chase. Well, it's very, be very easy to say Jamar Chase. I could say Joe Mixon. be very easy to say Joe Mixon as well. I mean, th those are... High-level starting players in the NFL. On the defensive side of the ball, I'm not too inspired, to be completely honest with you. But I'm not going to go with either one of those two names because I, I, I think Jamar Chase, as a guy who's on would be on the outside, um, yeah, maybe you can move either Tyreek or Jalen inside and do three wide receiver sets that way, and you'd be in really good shape. But I'm going to go with Lyle Collins, a player, ironically enough, who was tied to Miami. 
who can play guard or can play tackle. I think that per, positional versatility really is an upsell for him. And um, uh, Lyle Collins would be my choice to lift from Cincinnati, but not without some hesitation for the elite skill players that they do have and they have assembled there as well. Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah, real hard. T.J. Watt, elite football player. Tied the sack record last year, I believe, uh, in 17 games. You'll take that guy every day of the week. And I understand Najee Harris could have had him at 18 and all that jazz. Give me Jalen Phillips, but also give me T.J. Watt as the, the player off the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, roster to supplement what the Dolphins already have. Reminder, the rules, no quarterbacks. And I say that very explicitly because now we are going to be talking about the Cleveland Browns. I look at Cleveland. And there are some positions that I think there are clear upgrade opportunities for the players and personnel that Cleveland has versus what the Dolphins have. Both guard spots, Wyatt Teller and Joel Batonio. I think both of those players could play left guard for Miami and be a win. Uh, both of those players are better than Robert Hunt is right now. We don't know what Robert Hunt's ceiling is, and he's still a developing player, which is obviously very exciting. Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, a little bit more of an in-between-the-tackles guy. It seems like Miami wants the speed, but um, both of the backs would be upgrades for, both of their backs would be upgrades for Miami. Defensively, Miles Garrett is obviously an elite football player in the same light and in the same spirit as what T.J. Watt is. John Johnson's a really good football player as well to give you more versatility if you were to pair him and, and potentially use him as a, a potential upgrade over Brandon Jones um, or interchangeability with Javon Holland. But I think you got to go with one of these trench guys. I think I'll go with um, I think I'll go with Wyatt Teller. Uh, he's a mean, nasty dude, and he really found his footing in Cleveland where they, they do run zone and, and Kevin Stefanski off this same tree and ideology. Uh, so go ahead and put me down for, for Wyatt Teller. He's as, I don't want to say he's as good of a guard as miles Garrett is as a pass rusher, but it's close. And when it's close, I like Miami's defensive structure much better than what you have in both your guard spots. So that that's kind of serving as the tiebreaker for me in the here and now. We got a couple uh, divisions left. Let's go to the AFC South. And let's take a look at the reigning AFC South champions and the number one seed in the playoffs last year, the Tennessee Titans. Reminder, we're looking for non-quarterbacks to lift. And I'm probably going Jeffrey Simmons here. Um, he is that good of a football player. and. and He's scheme diverse. You can put him at base end if you want to put four hands in the dirt and go four down. You could put him at three technique. You can rush him off the nose. He'd certainly be an upgrade over Adam Butler as a pass rusher lining up on the nose tackle. Uh, more penetration ability and better physical tools as far as length uh, than what Miami's interior guys have. So just some separating factors that I think make him a more complimentary, well-rounded football player. 
obviously you would also be hard pressed to not mention and acknowledge Derrick Henry um, because they, they do run outside with Derrick Henry a reasonable amount. But I, I do think uh, the lack of speed to the edge with him um, makes it a, a bit of a tougher sell. And obviously with the amount of mouths you have to feed in this Miami offense and, and them going with more of a platoon style, uh, I would take Jeffrey Simmons and his skill set over that of Derrick Henry. Uh, but but those are a couple of names that I would earmark and, and have a hard time ignoring in this thought exercise. Moving to Indianapolis. Here's a name I'm not going to pass over. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is uh, on the GPS trackers. He's hitting really high. RPMs. He, he's hitting really high miles per hour. Uh, height, weight, speed type guy. Of course, Quentin Nelson is a name to acknowledge here as well. Uh, defensively, DeForest Buckner's a really good football player. Darius Leonard would be an upgrade. I think both of those guys at their respective spots are, are, are better than what Miami has in those respective spots as well. But Jonathan Taylor would be that dude for me uh, as far as being able to run between the tackles, uh, the the speed that he has, and obviously we just got done passing over Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry coming off an injury last season, obviously the workload that he has had, the sustained workload uh, all throughout his NFL career. Taylor's got a little bit more life on his legs. That's kind of the dividing thought process for me, uh, understanding that he is probably going to serve as the Chase Edmonds upgrade over the Damian Harris pick in New England was going to serve as the upgrade over uh, Sony Michelle. I got a hydrate here. Hold on. Everything tastes better out of my Javon Holland coffee mug. Shout out our friends over at Pick Six Apparel uh, for hooking us up with one. Um, let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is a team who spent a lot of money this offseason. And I don't know how much better this team is from top to bottom than what they were last year. That is obviously a concern. Can I say Devin Lloyd? Is that weird? Because that, I'm going to be honest, that might be my pick. Uh, Josh Allen is probably the best football player Jacksonville has. Remember, this is non-quarterbacks, and Trevor Lawrence is the Jaguars quarterback. Josh Allen, the quarterback, plays in Buffalo. But on the offensive line, Cam Robinson, Miami's better at left tackle. Ben Barch or Walker Little. Um, a whole bunch of unknown there. Uh, Third-round rookie in Luke Fortner or Connor Williams. Yes, Connor's making a position change, but he's... Started for four years in the NFL and is still a very young player. I would take Connor Williams. Brandon Scherf, uh, yes, that's an upgrade over Robert Hunt, but how much of an upgrade? Are you going to have Robert Hunt move to left guard? Is Brandon Scherf going to move to left guard? Mm, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. And then Jawan Taylor, right tackle, is just as much of a mess as Austin Jackson has ever been. Their running back situation is not as good as Miami's. We're not touching uh, quarterback position, Evan Ingram is a less durable version of Mike Gusecki as a football player. Their wide receivers are comfortably not as good as the Dolphins are. Their defensive front, not impressive. Uh, 
Shaq Griffin and Tyson Campbell at corner, not as good as what Miami has to offer. Their safeties are, are not good at all. Like you have Josh Allen and Devin Lloyd. Josh Allen's the right choice for being a more accomplished football player, but Devin Lloyd, I think, for his fit in this Dolphins defense, that would be my choice to fill the role um, currently being filled by Elan and Roberts. But Devin Lloyd, based on his growth at Utah, has some positional versatility to play on third downs as a pass rusher in the same way that those New England defenses used uh, Donta Hightower. I'd go that route. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA Finals, NHL Finals, Major League Baseball, the fights from MMA, UFC, boxing, NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports waging information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. We have the Houston Texans. And then we have the AFC West. I look at the Houston Texans. This, and I don't want to be disrespectful here. But I'm going to read the starting depth chart for the Houston Texans. Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, rookie John Mechie at wide receiver. Laramie Tunsil, Kenyon Green, Justin Britt, A.J. Can, Titus Howard are your five offensive linemen. Brevin Jordan is your starting tight end. Davis Mills at quarterback. Marlon, Marlon Mack, Damian Pierce, Rex Burkhead with fullback Andy Janovich. Uh, those last three, the top three running backs on the roster. That's the offensive side of the ball. Agbanyo Okoronkwu. And Jonathan Grenard are your defensive ends. Roy Lopez, Malik Collins, your starting defensive tackles, penciled in as of this point in time. Camus Grugier-Hill, Christian Kirksey, Jalen Reeves-Maven, penciled in as your starting linebackers. Uh, day two, rookie Christian Harris out of Alabama, the top linebacker on the depth chart that's serving as a depth player right now. Steven Nelson. Derek Stingley Jr. Tavare Thomas, Desmond King, notable corners, and your safeties are Eric Murray and Jalen Petrie, rookie, second round this year's draft. If this isn't an expansion caliber roster, I don't know what is. And maybe this is a take. I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I understand Houston is a team that's in transition. They are going back to square one. They obviously traded their quarterback after the entire saga that happened. And um, they are back at square one. There's not only a player that I would not take off of this roster to serve as an upgrade over any respective player on the Dolphins' death chart that that player would be fulfilling the role of. Uh, this team would get its butt kicked by the 2019 Dolphins from like week three beyond. Now, I don't know about week one and week two against Baltimore and New England because those teams lost by a lot to a little. They were like minus 90 in point differential. That's a big number. But you could take week three onward 
And I think that team spanks the 2022 Houston Texans roster on opening day. It's not good. So with that in mind, I'm going to respectfully pass on snatching a player from the Texans roster. And we're going to go to the AFC West, looking first at the Denver Broncos. Justin Simmons is a hard guy to pass down here. He's an elite, elite football player. Uh, Javante Williams, power runner between the tackles. Hard to pass down as well. DJ Jones, the interior defensive lineman, really good football player. Bradley Chubbs, a strong football player. I don't know that I take the receivers unless you're going to call Jerry Judy a slot guy only, which I don't think he is. I don't think that that'd be a cheap out. Give me, give me the best football player that they have, which is Justin Simmons. The, the interchangeability with Javon Holland and Justin Simmons would be mind-bending for what the Dolphins uh, could do defensively. So uh, that would be my choice for Denver. Again, this is selecting non-quarterbacks. Uh, I say that now because we are looking at the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> um, Joe Thune, I lied. It's not Joe Thune. Travis Kelsey exists, right? And you have to acknowledge Travis Kelsey while doing this exercise. But I think, and this might pull at some heartstrings for, for Dolphins fans in the draft, I think I have to go with Creed Humphrey at center. Because what Creed Humphrey would do is it would allow you to put Connor Williams back at guard. And now you go Teron Armstead, Connor Williams, Creed Humphrey, Robert Hunt. I think that's 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 the move. That's the move. Um, Travis Kelsey obviously is a player who could fulfill the inline position if you asked him to, uh, and would certainly be an upgrade over Mike Gusecki, uh, but just feels like overkill and redundancy versus what Miami has needs for elsewhere on the roster. So we have two teams left: the Raiders and the Chargers. Devontae Adams is an elite football player. Darren Waller is an elite talent at the tight end position, but these same thought processes still exist. This is not an easy team uh, to call out an upgrade for, especially because the offensive line, um, Colton Miller, not an upgrade over Teron Armstead. Jermaine Illuminor, sound familiar? Uh, or potentially Dylan Parham, uh, the third-round rookie. Andre James at center, Denzel Good at right guard, and Brandon Parker or Alex Leatherwood at right tackle. I don't think that helps you. I'm, I'm just going to take... They have Chandler Jones on defense. Jeez. It's between Chandler Jones, Max Crosby, and Devontae Adams. Give me Chandler Jones. Uh, Devontae Adams is the best football player on this roster. Uh, but you do have Jalen Waddle. You do have Tyreek Hill. Chandler Jones, his versatility, he has experience in a Patriot-style defense. Uh, he played that when he was in New England. 
I think that's enough of a connection here for me to to buy in. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with um, Chandler Jones over Devontae Adams while acknowledging Adams is the better player. And finally, the Los Angeles Chargers. You got some options to work with here. Uh, this is a team that that clearly has uh, some high level football players. I think Keenan Allen is a name worth acknowledging as a guy who is such a good route runner. You put him in the slot, he's a little bit of a bigger body. Uh, certainly an upgrade over Cedric Wilson. Uh, he's one of the most productive NFL receivers year over year. Rayshon Slater, the left tackle. I know everybody kind of clowned the thought that like, oh, Miami perceived he was probably a guard. Yeah, and, and in Los Angeles, he was a Pro Bowl offensive tackle. Um, but, yeah, I, I he can play guard, and he would be an all-pro guard. Uh, the, the question is whether or not he'll end up hitting his ceiling as an all-pro tackle. Uh, defensively, Derwin James is a name worth acknowledging for his versatility and, and ability to serve as a chess piece. Uh, Joey Bosa is a phenomenal pass rusher. Uh, the team traded for Khalil Mack as another name that is worth acknowledging here as well. There's some options. This, this Chargers team looks a lot deeper than what they have in years past. I would probably go with Rayshon Slater for the positional versatility that he brings, the athleticism that he brings up front, but you'd be hard-pressed to go wrong with Keenan Allen or one of the pass rushers in Bosa or Khalil Mack as well. That, um, that takes us through the AFC, and can you believe I thought for one second we had a chance to possibly go through the entire league? No, 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 no. That's tomorrow on the show. So plan accordingly. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. I am Kyle Krabs. Thanks as always for watching or listening. Fins up your team every day. We don't just say it, we live it. Make it a great Tuesday and I'll talk with you guys again tomorrow.